What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Andrew Gazdecki, who's the founder of Micro Acquire. Welcome to the show, Andrew. How's it going? Matt, thanks for, for having me. Thanks for pronouncing my name correctly. For everyone listening, I do this thing on podcasts where I won't tell people how to pronounce my last name to see if they get it right live. And well done, Matt, you did. What percent of podcast hosts get it wrong or right? I guess what 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 kind of camp am I am I in? Uh, it's like 50-50. I get a lot of like gas deaky, um, gas like dacky, but just just like it's spelled gas decky. All my friends call me gas. Very nice, very nice. I do think that I get a little practice. I I I, I come across so many names with this podcast so i do think i get a little practice getting getting the pronunciation done but we're, we're not here talking about about names and whatnot we're here talking about companies and startups and specifically your startup so for people that haven't heard of micro acquire what what is that what are you working on yeah so micro acquire is a startup acquisition marketplace uh we focus mainly on SaaS companies with a mix of e-commerce crypto companies mobile apps and really the business is fairly simple. You can create an account as a buyer and there's over 500 plus startups available for acquisition. So I think that there is a thought in the market, which I actually adopted myself um, before I found you, where it's like acquisitions, oh, like acquisitions can only be, you know, these giant things when Google acquires this or this acquires this. But like, tell me a little bit about what's going on on your platform, like what types of companies are being acquired at what scale are they at just to give the audience a little bit of an idea of, of um, kind of what types of companies are on here that are doing transactions. Yeah, definitely. So the types of companies, the sweet spot for micro is usually a good example. A real example would be, you know, a company doing, let's call it half a million year in sales, usually annual recurring revenue. So 500,000 annual recurring revenue maybe a hundred to 200,000 of that is profit. Um, and someone will buy that with the goal of growing the business and taking it a little farther than the original founders did. Um, most of the companies are bootstrapped, so not a lot of venture-backed businesses. And uh, yeah, it's almost like a new form of entrepreneurship where people are realizing that you don't have to start from like an idea. You can actually buy something with some traction. And if you have a background in sales and marketing, that can be a great business for you to run. It's not going to be a unicorn or anything like that, but you can buy it at 500000 in your current revenue and over the next two to three years have a goal to grow it to $3 million, four or five, whatever. And that's an amazing business for a lot of people. Um, 
So that's kind of the sweet spot for microfire. And that's kind of why I call it microfire is it's really helping people buy and sell small software companies. And walk me through a little bit about wh- why did you decide to start it? What's the origin story for microfire? Yeah, so I've been fortunate enough to build and sell two different companies of my own after the acquisition of my second company. I was looking to buy a SaaS company because I just didn't want to start like with an idea then like doesn't work out and then I had to go back. And then I looked around the market and, you know, saw, I didn't even know brokers existed for those listening. That's typically how you sell a small software company. I thought it was just investment banks and above. And there's these marketplaces selling these businesses and they were charging a huge commission. They were charging between 10 to 15%. Um, for very simple transactions, um, not all the times, but sometimes, um, you know, I sold uh, a business um, without a broker and without an investment banker. So I just thought it'd be interesting, you know, let's remove the middleman from this market and let's allow buyers and, and founders to speak directly. And so I just kind of scratched my own itch and, and built the marketplace. And, and candidly, I didn't think it was going to work. Um you know, it's one of those things where as a founder, you kind of have this, uh, I guess, view of acquisitions where your people fly to your office, you have like a steak dinner, lots of handshakes. Um, but there's a large amount of people looking to buy um, SaaS companies, and there's a lot of founders looking to sell SaaS companies. So I think kind of the, the market timing um, was right. And I, I guess I had this, a lot of other people had the same sort of um, you know, sentiment of the market of, you know, I'd like to buy a company rather than build one. So I just built the marketplace and it's been growing ever since. And what, like, help, help me paint an idea of what types of people could be on both sides. Cause I think you're doing something kind of new here, which means there there's some coming around to the idea for people to realize, Oh, this could be built for me. Right. Or like, this is built for me. So, you know, what, uh, what, what range of companies from the, uh, from the, small end all the way to the high end do you kind of work with like if i have a company with 10k mrr could i list it on micro acquire and then on the flip side um what types of buyers are you looking for that do they need to have experience buying could they be first time buyers just like who's this kind of built for yeah good question so in terms of the founders that have successfully exited through micro acquire so there's been to my knowledge over 300 acquisitions. The smallest one was about like 5,000, just like a, you know, small app, no users, no revenue, something like that. The largest um, between three to 4 million. So there's definitely some interesting, you know, sizable companies actually being acquired on the platform. In terms of the buyers, it's kind of everybody. It's, you know, CEOs of public companies, it's legitimate billionaires running like private equity firms now. Um, and then a lot of, uh, you know, up and coming private equity groups, financial buyers. And then I'd say the biggest segment is probably uh, second time entrepreneurs. So people who are so traditional, traditional private equity looks for, you know, revenue 10 million and above, they want to buy the business, you know, put in a new CEO or operator. Um, but when you look at, you know, smaller businesses, it's called a million and below. The buyer for that is usually looking to get their hands dirty. They're looking to improve the business themselves. So that's more like, you know, an executive at a company or it could be, you know, an entrepreneur that had an exit kind of like me and they, you know, just want to buy this business and apply their experience and knowledge. 
but it's a good mix. It's, you know, strategic buyers, financial buyers, and then a lot of just, you know, first time buyers. Totally. And then for you, what, what are you spending your day to day on? Are you trying to attract both sides? Um, you know, are you, are you raising money yourself? Are you, you know, just like, what does a day in the life look like for the founder of a micro fire? Yeah. Good question. Um, it depends on the day. Uh, you know, so the marketplace is curated. It's entirely curated by me. No startups go live in the marketplace without me reviewing them, uh, polishing up the profiles, uh, reviewing financial information, uh, answering questions from both buyers and sellers. Um, I do a lot of marketing. It's a very operationally and capital efficient business. So every day we see about like 500 people sign up and it's just me running the company. So that's um, pretty cool. But yeah, not looking to raise capital right now. Um, you know, the days kind of vary. If there's 20 new startups come in, obviously my day is going to be, you know, taking care of those startups. Um, it, it varies, but um, I can say it's a lot of fun though. Absolutely. It sounds like you're, you're in a great, great position, um, kind of like commanding uh, your own schedule and your own time, which is really what entrepreneurship is about, you know, this freedom um, to kind of do what you want um, and how you want to do it. Uh, if you were to look out, though, you know, take this freedom, take this company, look out 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future. What do you see as the potential big vision for micro require? You know, what direction are you rowing in as you build it out? Like, what could this turn into if you give it, you know, a decade or two? Yeah, so my goal is to really consolidate and disrupt investment banking. And what I mean by that is typically when you buy a company, you use so many third-party tools. You use escrow, you have legal documents that you have to create, uh, data rooms, you have uh, you know negotiations between the buyers and the sellers. Um, so traditionally, you'd hire an investment bank to do all that stuff for you. But traditionally, investment banks usually only close about 30% of their transactions, depending on the bank. Some will, will claim a higher um, success rate depending on you know, how picky they are with the businesses they take on. But my point being is there's no end-to-end platform where you can find a business, uh, you know, utilize services like escrow, data room, uh, streamlining, uh, legal document creation, all within one platform so you can easily buy and sell businesses. So Really what I'm trying to say is my goal is to make it extremely easy and transparent for both buyers and sellers to transact businesses. And that's a really audacious goal, but um, that's that's where I'd like to be in you know, five, 10 years. And in order to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a company get off the ground, work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Um, are you looking for, you know, buyers, sellers to come onto your platform? Are you looking for any other help? You know, how, how, can, how can we assist? Uh, I mean, I, I do take donations. So if anyone wants to donate, you know, a couple hundred thousand for me to hire some people let me know uh no but in all seriousness um you know just if you hear of a company or an entrepreneur that is looking to sell a business or someone who's looking to buy a business uh definitely refer them over to microquire i'd love to have a conversation with them but um yeah looking to just kind of you know grow it organically so it'll probably be a bit before i can really start biting off um some of those bigger pieces but pretty confident i can do it Definitely. And then for my last question, so I wanted to learn more. 
um, you know, potentially become a buyer or a seller? How can they find you online? Do you have a website, social media presence, email address? You know, how can someone find you online? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, agazdecki, LinkedIn, Andrew Gazdecki, if you can spell that correctly. And then if you just want to learn about, you know, buying and selling different SaaS businesses, um, go to MicroQuire. There's a resource section with everything from, you know, things to look for, the legal stages of an acquisition and due deal, everything you'd probably need to know um, if you're a first-time buyer. So definitely check that out too. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Matt. Thanks for having me.